0: Welcome to this week's Future Toolbox Podcast. We explore the Z to A of life skills, where each letter stands for a topic and essential tool to help you get ahead in life. Meet Jules and Mark, creators of the multi-award winning Future Toolbox and enjoy their straightforward approach to creating growth mindsets that help people turn their dreams into realities. Whether you're a teen in education, a parent, a teacher or part of a community group, start creating positive habits from today.
1: Hi and welcome to this week's Z A podcast with me, Jules and Mark. Hello. From the multi-award-winning Future Toolbox. Now, this is where we pick a letter from the alphabet each week and discuss a topic on how you can use our tools to improve your own personal development. So, Mark, enlighten us on what letter we have chosen this week.
0: Well, this week's letter is P for prepared. Wow. Be prepared, not scared.
1: Yes. And it's the Scout's motto, be prepared.
0: Yeah, that's true. I was in the Scouts years ago and we used to have to say this all the time, be prepared, the Cub Scout motto. It is actually quite a powerful motto because if you're not prepared, then you'll probably be scared of failing, won't you?
1: (laughs) You would, you would. (laughs) And being prepared is basically another word for planning, really, isn't it? Yeah, planning. Planning is the key to success. I think so. And you know me, I do like a good plan. I like to make sure everything's in place before I do something because that fear of something going wrong is bigger than the effort that I put in preparing. Now, there's a fantastic quote that I really love. Oh, I love quotes. (laughs) I thought you'd like this. It says, by failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail. It's true, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's very true because a lot of people try and wing it, don't they? And just go through life and think yeah I don't really need to plan this or I'll just see what happens and people leave life to chance people leave things to chance so if you don't plan something you don't prepare something then the chances are it's not going to go well it's
1: not going to go well but yeah winging it I mean there are times very very few where you can get away with winging it but at the moment you know for teenagers or young adults exam time you can't wing it (laughs) you have to be prepared
0: I tried that. I tried winging my exams. Did you? Yeah, I didn't do an awful lot of revision, just because it didn't excite me. And I remember going into my humanities exam, and I really, really didn't get on well with the subject itself. I found it pretty boring. But I went into the exam, did no revision, and then sat there in a cold sweat when I looked at the questions. (laughs) And needless to say, I got a grade E for it. Oh, bless you. So I still got a grade. I didn't get an ungraded or anything like that. But... It was a very, very painful two-and-a-half-hour exam.
1: Oh,
0: Actually, you've just reminded
1: me of a time when I tried to wing it. And this was after school, and I'd moved to Cambridge. I went for an interview at a very top, posh, plush accountant's firm. And at the beginning of the interview, they questioned my maths skills. And I was like, yes, yeah, I was brilliant. I can do this, that, and the other. Having not actually done maths at that point then for about three years... Unbeknown to me, part of the interview process was a maths test. absolutely flunked it. I couldn't, yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) There's me saying, yeah. Had I known possibly that they were going to give me that, I would have prepared. But in reality, I should have known that there'd be some questions along there and I couldn't wing it. And it was really embarrassing.
0: Two big learning points there, really. The first one is actually preparing for your interview, wasn't it? So you could have maybe... Made contact with the company and said, yeah. is there anything I need to expect on the day? And that's something we, especially over the years, we worked in recruitment where we used to prepare people for interviews. Yeah. yeah, It's like making that contact with the company and the second one winging it and saying, yeah, yeah, I'm really great at this. I can do this. I think we've all done that before. <laughs> like when somebody says to you, do you understand what I've just said or do you understand this process? And you go away and sit there and think, no, no. and then it's too late. <laughs> Maybe I should have asked that question. <laughs> Now, clearly, being public speakers, authors running a business, we have to plan quite a lot each day, don't we? We do. And we can't just rock up a a school, for example, and say, yeah, we're going to deliver a program today on X topic (laughs) and not know what we're talking about. It's always good to know the topic as well. (laughs) Imagine turning up to the
1: school and saying, what do you want us to do today? (laughs) And they actually ask us for something that we have no knowledge on. That would be hysterical.
0: But one thing where planning really comes key for us is that example this week where we went to a workshop in a school. Mm -hmm. And the workshop was delayed by about 20 minutes or so because... Bless them, some of the students went missing, didn't they? They went for a wander. Yeah, they went, they went somewhere they shouldn't have gone, maybe. So, by the time we got going, it was probably about 20 to 25 minutes late mm. of a two hour workshop. Now, a lot of people might say that we winged it there because we actually had to change quite quickly what we were going to do and change some bits, miss them out. We just shortened a few bits as well, didn't we? Yeah, so you could say by shortening it, we had to jump in and wing it quite quickly. But we didn't wing it, really, because no. we've done that so many times. We knew our subject, we knew our topic, we knew what we were talking about. So it was almost quite seamless that we were able to do that at a very, yeah. very short notice and not get flustered.
1: Yeah, well, I think as well, we had prepared it. Because sometimes when we go and do our workshops, even though it might be on a subject that we do quite regularly, the timings are different. And the message that the school want us to put across to the students could be slightly different. So therefore, we have all of our knowledge and all of our information. But sometimes we have to change it to make sure that message is right. So we had planned for this two hour session, which had now been cut short so we were very quietly so that nobody knew what we were doing just looking at it and maybe looking at the slides and thinking right well we won't do that bit because that's a big bit or maybe we will do that bit because that bit's a really important key bit of information It wasn't really winging I think it was flexing how's that (laughs) that sounds better (laughs) We're flexors, not wingers.
0: That's just reminded me of a workshop we've done in about February, March time when I put the wrong slides up. Do you remember that? I do. I'm standing there in front of a whole year group. 250 as well. It was a massive, nearly 300 actually. No, it was over 300. It was over
1: 300, which is big for a whole year group, especially sort of like year 11s. We started the presentation and I I looked behind me because although we have slides up there we just use them to help it flow and make sure that we kind of know what we're going to talk about next we don't read from them but happen to look around and think that's not what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) and I'm trying to give this message to Mark without everybody knowing that that's wrong
0: (laughs) It was fun, and then it was great because we were able to wing it and flex it, or whatever you want to call it. Because I just said, "Right, like, okay." I think we. Put you our just our hands keep up talking, and yeah. we're honest that
1: well these these aren't the quite quite the right ones.
0: <laughs> you keep talking while I go and do that and entertain these people for the next two minutes. I did was a, wonderfully well, yeah. so
1: that was a little bit of winging. <laughs> you
0: did amazing, and also there was a big testament to being planned and prepared and having a backup plan, because mm. we had all the other workshops on a memory stick. We had them all on the laptop and we were able to quickly switch over to the right one and not disrupt the flow too much.
1: But lesson learnt. And that's the thing. When something goes wrong, there's always lessons to learn. Don't take it as a negative. And on that one, now we absolutely double check when we click on the presentation that it
0: is the right one. So that was us being prepared, not scared. Yes. It was also us not panicking. And it was also a case of learning from your mistakes. Yeah. Lots of messages there, isn't There's it? I like that. That's really cool. Messages.
1: I think the thing with being prepared is if you're not and then you go to do something, like, for example, when we would got the wrong presentation up there, we could have panicked, could have let fear and anxiety take over and the whole thing could have fell to pieces. But because we have prepared other things, it just makes whatever that situation is easier.
0: So I'm going to confess up to a bad habit I used to have around timekeeping and lack of planning. I would generally get to places late. Now, when I say late, if I had to be there at nine, I'd get there at 9.01, not three o'clock in the afternoon. I wasn't that late. I wasn't that bad. (laughs) But it was just a really irritating habit. And I don't know why I used to do it. I had no reason because most of the time, say I was going to work, I'd walk to work. Or if I was driving somewhere, I had the ability to leave really early but I'd leave it till the last minute. So I'd get up, I'd cram everything in a bag, get ready and go out the door, completely unplanned and unprepared, get there at the last minute, be a few moments late, be rushing around, being really flustered. And then all of a sudden, when I set up the future toolbox, Mm. I couldn't do it. I couldn't walk in at two minutes past nine when the students are all sitting there waiting and saying, hold on a second, I'm just going to set my laptop up (laughs) and find my presentation, write my notes.
1: Talk among yourselves. Yeah,
0: just talk among yourselves. So you can't do things like that anymore. And it's really, really strange. It's about just changing habits. The really annoying thing was, as well, then when I started being early, everybody kept saying, Oh, you're early today, and mocking me for it. I said, What do you want? Julie, <laughs> you
1: know, that reminds me of somebody that used to work for me many years ago. It was really important that she was at work every single day on time because she was the receptionist. We would have students turning up, needing to get in the building, and ours was a secure building. They had to ring the buzzer and everything. And she was always late. And we used to have this conversation so regularly that she needed to be at her desk and ready for work for nine o'clock in the morning. And she was convinced that she was. And the reason that she was convinced she was there because when she got off the bus in town and still had a walk to come to the office, she heard the church chimes going, ringing for nine o'clock. So as far as she was concerned, she was at work at nine o'clock. It's like, no, you're not, because you're not sat at your desk. She couldn't understand it.
0: That is amazing. Well, I got off the bus at nine, so therefore I am on time. Yeah. Well, I heard the church bells ringing. I got in the door before the last one rang. No, no she didn't. <laughs> no. she didn't. <laughs> and then we'd go and put the kettle on. <laughs> While we are on bugbears, isn't it amazing, so we go back to schools now, and every time we go into a school, we say to students, you need to take out a pen. Isn't it amazing how many students don't have a pen with them?
1: No. Absolutely don't have a pen.
0: Now, if you're a teen listening to this, I'm not telling you off. I'm just saying carry a pen with you. The reason being is, why would you not? Why would you not? When we go to careers days and enterprise days and people are giving out free pens on the stands, students will take 25 pens and have a pen that day. But then they won't bring them the next day.
1: No, I think they must sit in classrooms and throw them at each other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I used to do that at school as well. I'm sure you But did. isn't it really weird that you go through your whole school life knowing that the most important thing you've probably got to do is write something down every day, and yet you still say, I haven't got a pen. I lost my pen. It's a really, really crazy excuse, isn't it? But shall we have a look at how we can get around this with Plan Do Review?
1: Yes, this is something we created many, many years ago for our business and to help people plan for their revision, their study, and really plan for anything to do with work, life,
0: whether you're going to move
1: house, whatever it is that you're doing, and yeah, it's called
0: plan, do,
1: review. And how does it work?
0: Yeah, so you start with the planning stage. Now, the planning's really, really exciting in some cases. So if you're planning a holiday or a wedding, it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. If you're planning to revise for an exam, not quite. It probably isn't. No. If you're planning a tax return, that's definitely not exciting. No. Not for me, anyway. But the key is in the planning. Mm -hmm. And that quote that you said earlier... By failing to prepare, you're preparing to
1: fail. And that's what will happen if you don't do the planning bit well. And I mean well. You need to really think about... It's almost like a risk assessment, isn't it, planning as well? Oh, risk assessment,
0: yeah. Yeah, And again, that sounds really boring, doesn't it? But it's so, so essential to do. Yeah. So my first planning stage, the bit I really love, is just writing a list of absolutely everything that you need to do. Mm. Some people call it a brain dump. <laughs> that always makes me chuckle, that does. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> you know why. I chuckled. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, sometimes you call it a brain dump. So you just get everything on paper and you don't judge and think, mm. actually, I don't need to do that a bit. Just write absolutely everything down. Yeah. So that's always a key bit. And then maybe putting it into order of what's mm. the most important, what's the things that you need to do now, what's the things you need to do closer to the time. So you could almost create a timeline. And then think about what you need as well, what yeah, equipment, maybe who you need to talk to. Mm. So that's a really, really good, simple stage. When
1: I say it's like a risk assessment, but while you're planning at this stage, also think of things that could possibly go wrong. You're going to an exam and haven't got your pen <laughs> that could end disastrously. Okay, somebody would probably give you a pen. But it's making sure that you've thought of all the different scenarios that might happen and make sure you've planned for that eventuality.
0: Ooh, risk assessment. What happens if I forget my pen? Yeah, that's, I like that. Simple, isn't it? Well, yeah. It's quite often the simple things. That trip us up. Yeah, absolutely. The next stage of plan, do, review is a doing and I mean, this is
1: always, the, I think, the exciting
0: bit. Yeah, this is more exciting than the planning, unless you're planning the holiday, of course. But when you plan the holiday, actually going on the holiday is more exciting than the planning. Oh, or the party. party. Plan party. the party. Have the yeah. party. <laughs> plan the party. This is the action bit. This is where you're on the holiday, at the party. You're having the fun part of it. Hmm. If you're doing the exam,
1: you're <sighs> probably
0: not having the fun. But you're sitting there and you're actually going through the motions of the process. So the do is the action. Yeah. And it's actually carrying out the process. It is. We just talked about some really exciting things. And
1: sometimes, I'm sorry to say this, folks, but sometimes the do can be a bit boring if it is something like an exam or something really, really serious. And it's not hugely fun. But the doing bit, if you've done all that planning and all that preparation... You get to the end of it and you can almost want to do like a little jump in the air and a cheer, don't you? And say, yes, nailed it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then the final stage is the review. And sometimes people forget this bit. Mm. We talked earlier about making sure that we've got the right presentation already on the screen before (laughs) we go into the school. So there's a review. We've done exercises before when we've been public speaking where you look at the crowd and you think... That didn't really work.
1: That joke didn't go down as that well as we That joke didn't before. go down
0: well, or that technique. Witty
1: people
0: didn't witty comment. My witty comment. <laughs> they always work. No, of course <laughs> they don't. But on a serious note, sometimes you have something and you think, well, do we explain that properly? Mm. Or was that quite right? Or when I was in that exam, did I answer that correctly? Yes. When we planned the holiday, we planned to go on that trip. Actually, it wasn't a great trip. Should we do that one again? Or should we just not bother going to that place again or whatever? Yeah. So the review process is quite key, isn't it? And we do this all the time.
1: It's review or reflect, whichever way you want to call it, isn't it? It's always good to review over what happened and take away the pluses because there there will be loads of, God, that worked really well. or that was fantastic. And look at the things that didn't go quite as well as you expected and maybe tweak them in the future if you're going to do that thing again.
0: Take the learning points and celebrate the wins. Yes. That's a really good way. Here's a quick example of plan, do, review from our exam webinar a few weeks ago. We shared this tip for teenagers to go into an exam and use plan, do, review. So they get into the exam, sit down at the desk, look at the questions, plan which ones they're going to answer, go for the easy ones first, get a few marks on the board. Then they do the exam. They actually sit there, write the exam questions out. When they get to the end, they look at the paper, they read the questions back again, and that's a review process. And the chances are, if you do that, you're going to find a mistake, you're going to find an error, you're going to find something that you might have missed out or something you want to add to. So plan, do, review in an exam has got to be a winner. Yeah, that went down really, really well, didn't it? Now, I've got another quote for you. Oh, quote time.
1: Champions do not become champions when they win the event, but in the hours, weeks, months and years they spend preparing for it. Basically what that means is that preparation goes on in the background, but unless you do it, that success may not happen.
0: Yes, that's the thing, isn't it? We get caught on this overnight success, instant success, microwave Microwave mentality.
1: Microwave mentality, I love
0: that one. (laughs) Yes, instant meals, instant answers. Everybody wants everything in an instant now. Years ago, you used to have a question that was really bugging you in your mind. And you'd have to go home and look it up in an encyclopedia. Now you just click Google.
1: That's it. On
0: your phone, in the palm of your (laughs) hand, instant answer, instant success. And that creates to us that we don't actually need to plan anything. We don't even have to think anymore. Mm. But we do, don't we? We We have to plan to be successful. These athletes, artists, performers, public speakers, authors, whatever they are, we have to prepare. Like we said, you can't go on holiday unless you plan it.
1: You can't have a party unless you plan it. It's key. It's key to a lot of things.
0: Well, I think we've talked quite a lot about planning today and the keys to planning. So what I think we should do is wrap up this week's podcast and go and plan next week's. Should we do that? (laughs) Yeah, sounds like a plan. (laughs) And let's review how this one went because we've already done it. So if you'd like to find out a little bit more about the Future Toolbox, you can head over to our website and find some really good tools on planning there. Go to futuretoolbox.co.uk. You can also go to our social media which is Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. TikTok. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can find us on LinkedIn because we are... We
1: are everywhere.
0: We are everywhere. We also really look forward to catching you next week for our next topic. Our
1: next topic. So thank you very much for listening and bye for now.
0: Thank you for joining us for the Z2A of life skills with Jules and Mark of The Future Toolbox. Don't forget to head over to their website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk, where you can find lots of free resources, plus a host of books in the store, as well as subscribing to the membership site. Follow Future Toolbox Instagram, TikTok and Facebook at Future Toolbox and subscribe to their YouTube channel too.